Welcome to Bite-Sized Agency Briefs, a webinar series that packs a ton of important agency information on one topic from one expert into a 25-minute brief. Why 25 minutes? Because who has the attention span for much more these days? And you can squeeze in a listen between meetings with time for a bathroom break or coffee refill before your next meeting. Thanks for tuning in. This is Bite-Sized Agency Briefs. I'm your host, Steve Guberman from Agency Outsight, where I coach agency owners to build the agency of their dreams. Uh, I'm really excited to be bringing you the first kind of double feature two guest episode today. Um, being joined by Chris Puma, Chris Puma and Steph Hastings from the internship, and the internship with with a U. Um, it's a it's kind of a brand newish thing. You guys have been doing it for a couple of years now, um, and I'm gonna let you guys really talk about what is the internship. This is the first ever non agency non agency really support group that uh, support uh, company. I guess I should say not support group um that that i have on here i'm really excited chris i've known you for a number of years and getting to know steph as well so what is the internship what what are you guys doing yeah i think we met right at the very beginning when we launched the internship mm -hmm. too and so you've been in it from the beginning as a as a big uh, advocate for us but really the internship is a creative agency run by interns and led by industry mentors uh we are entirely dedicated to helping emerging talent break into the industry. Uh, we supply every intern with a mentor and we put them on simulated agency teams for small businesses, medium-sized businesses to help them get that real world experience that every agency is looking for, but don't actually want to provide for entry-level mm -hmm. talent. And we help get them in the door that way. So you, you launched this right in pandemic, right? Right in the mm -hmm. pandemic. Uh, there was a lot of uncertainty with with agency life, with every industry, really, with small businesses. And uh, one thing we saw was that interns and people coming out of school and new graduates, they weren't going to be trusted in a remote working environment. Mm -hmm. And that kind of bugged us because I think like Steph, me, everybody in our leadership team could probably attest that we've had somebody that took us under their wing uh, early on in our careers. And we wanted to be that for a whole a whole group of people coming out of school. But this is more of like a new spin on ad schools serving up interns, right? Yeah, roughly. I mean, so what we noticed too and what spurred it was, you know, internships were also being mm -hmm. canceled. Um, so that structure was very needed. Um, and I think all of us were very equipped to lead a program remote. Um, we had all at school, you know, held some sort of leadership role with um, a platform that had that agency mm -hmm. format. So it was really a kind of a coming together of our strengths. And um, yes, it's that ad school kind of tint to it, but real work. And it's kind of that, again, like Chris said, mutually beneficial system where smaller businesses who don't have that uh, financial capability to really get that well done branded mm -hmm. work, um, we can provide that for them. Also giving the interns that same valuable experience. And, and like you said, it's all remote. So students from across yes. the country, these are juniors and seniors, I would imagine. Mostly seniors and new graduates. Okay. That's who we're bringing okay. in. And then two things that, that Steph highlighted uh, about how we kind of compare or differ from ad mm -hmm. schools. One is we are creating real work, right? I, I call it mock-up land. I think it, it's really great to come out of mock-up land and you're, and you're getting the big idea, that really cool like nugget of insight 
Um, but when you're simulating a real world experience, you get that team environment and you get that feedback and it's the timing. Cause I think that's one thing school doesn't teach you is coming out of school. Like, yeah, you maybe have 12 weeks to build one portfolio yeah. piece. You come into the industry and you have about three days to turn that stuff around. Yeah. And so the speed is one, one big thing that you get from that. And we also pay interns. We don't ask you to pay us. And I think that's the biggest, biggest difference between us and portfolio schools. So, so this, yeah. oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Steph. Oh no, you're good. Um, and on top of that, you know, we put a lot of trust in the interns too. You know, we're not the ones in the room presenting, they are. So we really, you know, allow for them to grow kind of under pressure um, with the kind of uncomfortable nature of this remote world. You know, you're hopping on a call with our real client, you're presenting your work, you're trusted to kind of have that 360 approach to everything you're doing. Um, so in a lot of ways, we're, you know, kind of giving them this brief, giving them the client, and then it's like, all right, run with yeah. it. I I love this model on every single aspect of it. And, you know, as Chris, as I've gotten to know you over the years and, and kind of how you guys as a leadership team run the internship and the the way that it's progressed and, and what the motivation is, I, I just absolutely love all of it. I mean, my internship at a boutique design agency in Princeton, New Jersey, 20 years ago, something like that. I don't know. I'm pretty, not that, I'm, I was way young, obviously, but uh, it was the one of the most defining moments of my career. And to think that, you know, when we got into pandemic, a lot of internships were canceled, like you mentioned. Now here's an opportunity for students to sink their teeth into real work, be guided by professionals. Your leadership team is made up of people from top agencies, top global brands that are doing amazing work and dedicating their time to this. So the students are getting mentored by that, doing real world work and getting paid and as an agency you guys are providing amazing work for all these brands i don't want to say at a discount but they're, they're saving a couple bucks and if they were to go to uh whatever a droga five or somebody like that not to throw droga five under the bus yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't think any of our rates are going yeah, yeah. <laughs> to yeah yeah no. but uh, yeah i mean that's exactly it yeah, yeah. i mean and, and like i said i, I just love it so where do the where do the students come from that you find them and how do you vet them and how do you pod them up uh, based on talents and, and skill level? Yeah, maybe I'll I'll take the recruiting side of it, Steph, and then you take the oversight side. Yeah, you got it. Uh, so I mean, it's really cool to see that even three years in, almost three years in, we're still getting twelve to fifteen applications wow. a week, and that's coming from LinkedIn mostly at this point. Uh, we have not done a single bit of like outreach to students. I think that's been one of the coolest things to see. And so when we actually get the applications, there's a huge vetting process that, you know, all of us are reviewing books. Uh, from then we have a screening period. I'll usually take on all the screenings just because I love to be the, the person that, you know, meets them and greets them and, and tells them about, you know, what we're doing here and builds excitement around that. And then I'll send them, you know, hey, if you're a strategist, I'll send you to Harley. If you're a designer or creative or experienced, we'll send you to the right person on our team. And then we have a final check-in, we call it a vibe check. And that's when we get a kind of a group interview feel, no leads in the room, just interns. And that's where you can really fill it out and say like, ask anything you wouldn't ask a lead, you know, about the reality of, of the work we do and how we come together remotely and the community we have in a virtual environment. Uh, and then you get started and we onboard you like any other agency. We have, a, we have an onboarding deck, we have our virtual office built in Notion. 
and and then we kick off projects. And so, yeah, Steph, why don't you take the, the oversight side of it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So the oversight of it, you know, is really kind of in the weeds. We have so many amazing mentors that we stay in contact with, um, you know, very transparent system where if they need to take a break for mentorship one one quarter, you know, we'll have that in our file. Um, but we really try to strategically pair up um, mentors with interns that we take on. Um, and after the process of kind of, excuse me, screening, going through, just asking what their capabilities are, flexibility to work remote. Um, we want to be very conscious of all of those elements. Um, you know, then we thoughtfully pair them up with a mentor who we think can push their career even further. Um, so there's a lot of thought that goes into it from, you know, start to finish um, from Chris's hello to the very end of like, you know, hey, here's your mentor introduce yourselves, have that start call, and then continue to push work through. So there's really a, um, a great system in place. Um, we've cut credit to all the leadership team. The Notion um, folders we use are updated frequently, so we all have pretty good visibility into who we're talking to um, and who we want to talk to in the next quarter. So it's been, yeah, great. And, and what disciplines do you look for interns in? Design, strategy, I'm doing this all out of all in just, mm -hmm. you know, there's no order here, it's fine. Order, but okay, cool. Design strategy, art direction, UX, copy, account management, project management. I think that kind of gets grouped um, in our, in our cases. Um, Chris, did I miss any? Yeah, it's really everything but development. That's, that's what we're training yeah. for. And, and that's what we're putting, like building scopes for um, overall. And I think, you know, when we think about like, how do we pick interns and mentors and how do we pick a certain designer for the right project like we there is a level of matchmaking that we have to do maybe we'll bring in chat gpt at some point and give us some yeah. assistance <laughs> but right now it's hey you know we see your path and we see that hey you're a designer with a little bit of experience hey this person used to this mentor used to be an experienced designer and now they're a graphic designer let's pair yeah. them up and talk about those worlds together um you know and then we look at the scopes of the projects and we compare that to the books and we're really, that level of matchmaking goes in, not on a person to person level, but on a work level too. And I think we put a lot of time and, and energy into that when, when we get a match right, which is more often mm -hmm. than not, uh, it yeah. feels really good. And I think Harley is probably the best mentor mentee matcher yes. that these people will like leave our program, start their jobs. And we find out like a year later, like, oh yeah, I'm getting coffee with, you know, my, who used to be my mentor. They're like friends now. And so I think that's really, that's really cool to see of like, just how the alumni group blossoms. And that's one of our biggest goals for the next, I don't know, five, 10, 10 years maybe is more mm -hmm. realistic, is to have a bigger, stronger alumni group than any portfolio school. That's beautiful. I love that, the way that those relationships are, are forged and just how meaningful they are. But, but so talk about the current alumni. I mean, you've got a massive success rate in students and you know interns that come through your program. What happens to them all, most of them? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think, uh, well, first off, I, I want to shout out the number because we're all really excited about the number. That's what I'm, that's what I'm uh, saying. Within three for, years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to hear the, you want to hear the data. <laughs> right now, three years in, we've had 129 interns. 90% of that 129 have left the internship and started a full-time role. That means there was no internship between us and, and their first role. There was no contractor or freelance gig. They went straight into a full-time role. They're getting their 401k and they have their, they have their big kid mm -hmm. job, as we like to say. And I think that proof of concept 
is really building a new model of how to run an internship yeah. program because most internship programs and, and like I did two internships, I think Harley did three internships. Most agencies will build their internships to say, okay, we can knock what we can do in three months. Some interns, you know, you're going to intern for six months, maybe you'll get an extension, but what the industry is doing in six months to a year to prepare these new grads, we're doing in three months consistently. Yeah. And I think that's where we're excited to partner with other agencies and say, hey, we'll take your you'll, we'll take your recruiting, we'll take the training, we'll take all that overhead, and you get the best, well-vetted, ready-to-work uh, industry talent that can just you can just throw into the fire and they can just go as a junior. Because I think that's what you yeah. want as an intern. You, you know, most agencies you're going to be treated as an as a junior, but paid as an intern. And so if we could expedite that training process and get you ready in the industry then the agencies that we partner with can just kind of work and just go with the go with the flow versus spending the time to train and educate and, and get them ready because they're already ready. Yeah. I mean, I, I would imagine yeah. there's still agency-based training, right? Every agency does things a little bit differently. You guys are using Notion. Maybe they're using who knows what teamwork or ClickUp or Asana or whatever. So so the minor things, but you're, you're turning these just unmolded, talented people into somewhat molded, ready for actual agency work, not I'm going to go whatever, make coffees at Starbucks and do freelance work on the side until I find that job. 90%, that's a massive, massive movement. So um, you guys should all be super proud of that. I know you are, and I, ho I hope you continue to be. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly surprised that you're getting students that are in the account and project management space because I don't know that I've ever, literally in like 25 years in the agency space, met somebody coming out of school saying, I want to be a project manager or an account manager. They're usually like, I want to be a designer, but apparently I suck at design or whatever, but I'm really organized and I'm really good at relationships or I'm a sales and marketing person so I can do account management. So the fact that you're getting students that are like on that track, I think is really awesome because it's such a need for both of those roles. Yeah, I think that was a good thing. You know, our or going to Oregon, that ad program, they really do highlight, you know, early on what you want to do and kind of where your strengths lie. Um, so I think that's kind of helped funnel um, who actually falls into those project management and account management roles. Um, and I think other schools, you know, Texas A&M or no, no, U UT, right? Which yeah, is yeah. UT. Um, UT, they have their program is modeled similar to ours. And I think a lot of other schools like students are learning earlier on mm -hmm. where maybe their skills lie with organization or oversight of projects, stuff like that. So that's been interesting. I know, um, you know, we, we definitely get a very heavy load of creatives sure. every quarter. Um, and I think that's just kind of industry standard. Like people want to really shoot their shot yep. at creative. So, and I don't blame them. It's fun. Um, but yeah, I think, I think definitely kind of, if we do see someone who's really, really organized, presents well, has those capabilities to be a very successful account manage, manager, we do give them that option to do it with our oversight too. So pivoters, we highlight, um, you know, within our program too, we just want the best for the strengths that the individual intern yeah, has. Yeah, I love that, helping guide them as well. I mean, that's part of your jobs, right? So mm -hmm. talk about yeah. some of the brands that you guys are working with and the work that, that your teams of interns are doing and uh, the difference that they're making there. Yeah. Well, Steph is our CCO and she's overseeing the design side of, I think almost every brand we've either launched or work with. Uh, yeah, almost all. Almost. And the best ones. <laughs> and 
I think industry-wise, we really we're looking at like CPG. We we like to partner with agencies in 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 tech and advertising and design. And then we also saw a big growth. I think last year in like fashion, we partnered with a company called PS Collective, women-owned agency. They use AI and real-life designers to actually map clothing recommendations to your specific body size or body type. And so that's something that they've taken. You know, we got on the ground level with them. We ran social with them. And now they're taking it to VCs and, and getting funding and going all over the world, and that's really cool to see grow. Uh, we've launched some companies. We launched a soap company out of Chicago. That was extremely fun. I think the overall positioning was the first soap company that invites you to get dirty, right. and really leaning into. I think the the owner of that is a sex worker and has a has a foundation within the queer community in Chicago, and so that's something that we really leaned into in the strategy and the way it's come to life visually. Is probably I think everybody's favorite piece of work, and then uh, we just launched a night guard company. So full opposite side of soap mm -hmm. and skincare, we go into like night guard and medical and dental, and so seeing how those worlds come to life, uh, and paying those brands off in the way that best suits them, I think has been the most appealing thing to look at the work and just see the breadth that we're able to accomplish, and then also kind of look and be like, okay, interns are making this. Because this is up to up to standard with any agency we've been at, you know, in our careers. But Steph, yeah, how how do you feel on the brand side or whatever else we're doing, you know, beyond just launching brands? Yeah, I mean, it's just incredible to see the work that interns are able to do in the timelines that um, you know we have. I think there's a huge benefit to the uh, kind of quick turn projects and really putting yourself in this point of pressure and trying to make the best work possible. So. I mean, great examples Chris shared of, you know, Gently was a little bit of an uncomfortable one, right? Because we hadn't been in the space of, you know, night guards. We honestly, like, I had to learn a lot about what a <laughs> night guard really did, you know, with bruxism and all that stuff. So that was, you know, and I think the whole team kind of had that learning curve happen. So I think being at the ground level with these companies that really do need a lot of kind of foundational help um, is really an important design exercise and creative exercise in general, strategic to yeah. everything, because you're, you know, not only kind of determining like, where's the brand going to be positioned, you're trying to create work that really does speak to that audience that you're just getting familiar with. So it's a very important process. And I think, you know, the soap Clark street was awesome too. That was a very like, you know, I'm really attracted to like kind of street style and just like that kind of fit in that area of, um, you know, cool graphics and, hand painted. I mean, our designer literally took soap and hand painted on a piece of glass and then r rasterized the um, soap wow. lines in Illustrator to create the logo. So it was super, super dynamic, had so much character, incredibly custom. And I think, yeah, that to date is one of those things where I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so inspired to continue to get better at work because like, you know, I learn from the interns every day. So and I think we all do. It's a very mutually beneficial system. Yeah, I mean, there's they're so um, what's the word? I don't know, like untainted by the world yet, and and by the industry that we're in. And so their their creative freedom is that I think it's that much more wild to just explore. And you know, wherever that idea of taking the, the soap and painting with it, and taking this tactile thing and then digitizing it, you know, I I don't think you're going to see that very often. That that kind of breadth of, of genius, if you will. Um, you know, not, not to stroke yeah. an intern's ego too much, yeah. but you know, yeah, I think that they're, they're not just, you know, five years in and mired down from working too many hours and sick of their ADs, you know, riding their asses and stuff like that. So that's a great thing. Yeah.
Yeah. Hey, I mean that that intern left the internship and went to a mid-level design role at Barclay. So we like gold standard there. So I, I don't think he needs yeah. any ego yeah. help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I think he knows he's good, good. for them. But uh, he, one thing about Gently too is uh, that's the night guard company. Talk about set fast timelines. Like that was yeah. something mm-hmm. we did foundational strategy for. We named it. We did uh, branding, visual identity. We did some social media help. We did packaging design, website launch, all within 16 Insane. weeks. And that was something that, you know, even it was like, we, we're 13 weeks in, we're like, why did we do this? <laughs> but we, we all got it done, like no extension needed. And, you know, the client's very happy and it's living in the world now. I actually have my little box that we, it. That we made it. him. I, I met up with him a while back and he gave me some packaging that I got to explore and build with him. So, because uh, he's in Portland, so it works out. So, but the relationships that we're developing, like within these tight timelines, and with with the clients, and and how you know, I think clients work with us for two reasons. You know, one is yes, it's a discounted rate, uh, but the other one is we're helping launch careers. And I think when that order reverses for every single mm-hmm. one of our clients, like they want to work with us because we're launching careers and because the mission and vision behind our work. And hey, also you get a little bit better of a rate than going to Droga. <laughs> I think uh, I think that's that's the dream right there is is getting those those two steps reversed. So what you're saying is everybody wins. You get a lot. Of- yes. Everybody <laughs> wins. The most mutually beneficial model. Somebody's read our website. <laughs> yeah, I've I've heard some of the copy. Um, and I think I, I think there's a better way to frame discounted because it's just more value for their dollar. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Um, it think is. about you know when you were early in your career it's like oh, i just i just need some freelance work and i don't have much experience and so i'll, I'll only charge whatever 20 bucks an hour when you know you're worth 100 bucks an hour or something like that down the road um so I, there's just so much value in it from all angles what's next for internship as far as brands you're going after work you want to be doing i mean where do you guys see the next year playing out yeah i will say my, my personal focus and like goals uh, for the business and, and what I'm focusing on is partnerships and integration like this mm-hmm. year is really like, you know, reaching out to agency networks, finding ways that we could partner with them and become their internship program. Right. We have basic, my employer, basic depths, who's submitting us to the DNAD side hustle awards today. And they're sponsoring that submission. They're helping, you know, craft the pitch video. And that's something that I think we're all excited about because if we, get to the second round, we actually get to pitch in person. Mm. And I think that like talk about partnership, sponsorship, integration, yep. like I think that hits its peak right there. You know, mm. if we can find like two agencies or, or one agency network that wants to partner with us, I think that's that's the goal. Yep. And if we can get it this year, amazing. You know, it's kind of a three year plan, but I would love to expedite that because we've all been working two jobs for three years. This is very much a side hustle and we'd love to make it our main our main gig. Def, you have you have some you have some goals on your side too. Yeah, I mean, well, the podcast was one, so uh, here we go. Yeah. Um, you know, I think yeah, there's so much passion that's gone into the you know foundation of the internship, and I think just kind of like talking about it more because we all are passionate about it. But I think it's one of those things like we just need to get it more out in the world and circulate it with greater groups than you know the ones like we've kept our network so amazing, and you know everybody is either from like we've expanded quite a bit, but the foundation was like, oh, friends of friends, like we're going to kind of do our local pool. And then that's gotten bigger. But like, then how can we actually get even bigger than that and really kind of get this 
unique diverse talent from as far distances as possible continues this nimble system we've got remote. So, and my goal too is, you know, just keep getting that creative work that pushes us, um, myself included. I know I'm not the one on the ground making it, but oversight wise, just continuing to be inspired by the interns talent, um, more strategic partnerships, um, and really honestly refining the craft of like when we get that partnership, hopefully, um, you know, being the best asset to that system possible, all of us just, you know, helping out as much as we can and getting interns ultimately in the places where they need to be. Because I think we've all been in places where it's like, I don't feel like this is a fit. I feel like this pipeline isn't exactly the one that's right for me. So we have a bit of an advantage in the sense that if we have those partnerships, we can see those open spaces and really partner well, because that's what we've been doing from the very beginning. Amazing. I love it. I am such a cheerleader uh, for the internship. I love you guys have flipped the internship model on its head. Uh, I absolutely love it. I think the students that have, or, you know, the interns that have the opportunity to work with you guys are super, super fortunate. You guys are, you know, giving so much of your time. Cause like you said, it's side hustle. You're all working full-time creative roles, which is not a 35, 40 hour, you know, a week job. <laughs> so just super, you know, huge props to you all, your whole, your whole leadership team for, you know, dreaming this up making it happen, committing and, and dedicating your, your personal time to it. Um, the, the students, the interns all benefit, the brands benefit. And, you know, I'm just super, super excited for what you guys are up to. So um, I'm going to skip over my rapid fire because we are at time and I want to be respectful <laughs> to the mission of this podcast. Um, I thank you guys for your time so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Likewise. Appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in to Bite-Sized Agency Briefs. As always, if you found value in this episode, chances are someone else will too, so please share it with your network. Also, if you know someone with expert knowledge on a topic that agency owners would love, drop me a note. Let's get them on. Finally, find someone to hug today. <laughs>